Welcome to another episode of In the Crease, a coast-to-coast discussion of D2 men's lacrosse. I'm your co-host, Kevin Stenstrom, and with me as always, since this podcast is called In the Crease with Danny and Kevin, Danny Moran. Hey, Danny, how are you doing? Hi, Kevin. I'm doing well. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well. Doing very well. Really excited to have another coach on tonight. Um, As always, it's been a uh, lot of fun. I'm excited. I mean... Kev, I can't believe the amount of uh, people that are just, these coaches are willing to come on with us. I'm so flattered. Uh, This is our, what, our fifth coach now that's going to be with us tonight? I I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, I was always going to ask you, actually, we're just about halfway through, if if not. um, So what have you been some of your takeaways uh, in doing this with the coaches? Well, I, I have a lot of different takeaways because... Each program has something different to offer, you know. Um, They're in different parts of the country, different types of kids, different types of atmospheres. Each school was different. You know, you had a coach from Salt Lake City and a coach from Tampa, Florida. Two completely different types of areas and what they have to offer the kids and and still play quality lacrosse. Ding, ding. I got to get that bell, Kev. Yeah, that's right. Every time we say quality lacrosse, we got to hit that bell an inside joke coach <laughs> but uh go ahead yeah I, no i, learned, I agree with you I, I've, been, I come along with a lot uh, i'm away with a lot from each coach actually i think that's one of the main takeaways is you know well one we've talked about it, the competitiveness uh, of all the teams and the competitiveness in the different conferences i think shines through as you talk to the coaches and, and what they're doing in their conference i think uh, the other thing that really comes through is, like you said, they're just always a little, there's a few differences in each school and what they're, what they can bring uh, to the table for the teams, not only their team, but for recruits who are maybe looking at them. And I think, like we discussed, uh, I think it was last week, you know, there is a niche, you can find your niche based on what you're looking for at any D2 school, which I think is, is phenomenal. I think that's one of the reasons that drew our sons to, to D2. Uh, actually, absolutely correct. I mean, there there is, you know, my, my son was looked at, we, we discussed this, he was looked at, at like all three divisions, but, you know, he's, he, he liked the D2 atmosphere and, and, and when he stepped on campus, it was, that was it. And, and like, same thing, like what your son went through with some of the coaches poo-pooed it, like, why is he going D2, that type of thing. But as you and I both know that division two is playing a super duper high quality lacrosse. And, um, we have somebody special here with us tonight. Let's get, yeah. To so coach. let's, let's get into it then let's get into it. So really excited to, uh, to talk with this coach because what I find fascinating is he came back to coach at his alma mater and we'll get into that because not only is he coaching his alma mater, but he's playing in probably one of the toughest conferences in D2 in, in my opinion. Really, really high level lacrosse that that he's got to compete against and and try to recruit for, and I, I just find it, um, you know, I, I actually I love watching this conference play. It's a fun conference to play. So um, let's welcome in Lee McRae's Bobcats coach, Coach Brad Dunn. How you doing, Coach? Hey, gentlemen, how are you? I'm doing great tonight. Thanks for having me on. Very, very excited and, and, and honored, honored to uh, to join you guys tonight. Thank so, you so much for coming on, Coach. Yeah. I know that you're a busy guy, and you got uh, the teams back, and, and classes have started, and we really appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk with us tonight. We really do appreciate it. Uh, it's my absolute pleasure. Any anytime I get an opportunity to you know to speak about about the game that we all love, you know, I, I, I relish those opportunities. Yeah, so we we typically coach. We don't put our my, although my wife is trying to convince us to do a YouTube channel and put the put the video on YouTube as well. I do want to point out to everyone who's listening that um, not only are you in, of course, your Lee's McRae shirt, but you're in your office that is is showing your true love for your school with the with the green walls there. <laughs> so absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So read it in your bio that you or that you you really do uh, you really are green and gold through and through. So what does it mean to coach at the school in which you played? That that must be pretty special. You know, it really was. Um, you know, way back when, uh, you know, I I kind of made the decision that that coaching was was my calling in life. Um, you know, I 
I'd been doing the, the, the nine to five working in you know, banking and, um, you know, I had an opportunity to, you know, I started out as sort of just a, a JV high school coach, um, just sort of part-time on the side. Uh, one of the, the CEO of the, of the company I was working for, the um, credit union I was working for, reached out to me and said, hey, you know, we're trying to start up a, a club program, a high school club program. Would you be interested? And um, so, yeah, absolutely. Love to love to help out. And, you know, just absolutely fell in love with with the coaching side. Um, obviously, always loved the game. Um, attended as many games as I possibly could. But when I got an opportunity to to get back on the sidelines and and fell back in love with the game from the coaching side, I knew my end goal was to end up back here in Banner Elk and end up back in Athletes McRae. Um, you know, this school is, is just so, so special to me. Um, it's such a unique school, um, you know, tucked up here in the North Carolina mountains. Um, a lot of people don't you know, really know where we are, but, you know, it's, it's a very, very, very special school located in between two ski slopes and um, just a very, you know, the community, the community feel of, of the campus, but then in, in the county as uh, itself. It's just it's just a different feel, you know. I grew up, you know, I grew up right outside Washington D.C. Um, in in the Beltway and the hustle and bustle, and um, you know, for me to pull myself from that and and come down to Banner Elk, you know, one stoplight mountain town, resort based town, um, was was quite the shock. But you know, I I embraced it for all it was. Um, I embraced Lee's McRae for all it was, and uh, absolutely just fell in love and, and knew that if this was going to be my career path, I, I had to get myself back in these mountains. This is where I, this is where I wanted to live. This is where I want to raise my children. And, um, I just, just blessed. I was very, very blessed when I, when I got the call to come home. So. Yeah, that it's funny you say that. Cause I live in, uh, I live in the DC area right now, close to where you grew up in Herndon. I live in uh, Fairfax County in Burke. Um, and been here, uh, for 15, 16 years. And um, I'll tell you, it, it sounds a lot better now in the mountains of North Carolina. I can tell you that much right now. It sounds like that's the let's do. So talk to me about that. I mean, how, you know, you coached high school, um, you coached, I, I think you coached college club too, and then progressed into D2. Do you think those, those, is that kind of what you were trying to get to, to get to D2? Do you think those kind of things helped you get there? Um, and be able to be prepared to coach at D two level, or, or you know, I'm just curious on that progression of coaching for you. Sure, sure. Um, so you know, I kind of, I kind of got a later start than a uh, than a lot of coaches. Um, a lot of coaches do. You know, um, nowadays you're seeing so many, um, you know, recent graduates jump into a grad assistant position and then into. Uh, um, you know, maybe a part-time assistant position, you know, and they're still in their, their, um, early, early to mid twenties. You know, I, I started a little bit later. Um, so, um, I'll be completely candid with you. Uh, when I first initially interviewed for this position, um, prior, you know, several years earlier, um, I interviewed as a, as a high school coach, knowing I wasn't going to get it. But I wanted to put my face in front of our athletic director and make it very clear that, hey, if it takes, you know, two years or if it takes 20 years, I'm going to be your head coach at some point. Um, and I reached out to him. And I said, OK, you know, what are the steps that I need to take to coach this team? I said, this is this is where I want to end up. What do you need me to do? Um, so he kind of gave me a checklist. And, you know, part of that was to. Um, you know, I, is, is why I took the step to, uh, to run the, the coastal Carolina program, um, for, uh, for ultimately one season, I was there for about a year and a half. Um, but I, I coached them in the, in the 2017 spring of 2017 season. Um, you know, that was just, a um, an opportunity for me to work with college age student athletes. Um, albeit, you know, they were club, you know, but we ran it you know, we ran that program as if it was a, a varsity program. You know, I had, uh, you know, had the guys in, in the weight room together. I had the guys, you know, at practice, um, you know, really the only difference was they were paying dues versus getting a scholarship. Um, you know, but we ran that thing as, as close to, um, as close to a varsity program as possible. So, um, you know, I, I was just sort of following the, 
uh, following the the benchmarks that were set forth for me uh, by the uh, by the athletic director here at Lee's McRae, um, who is a, a dear friend of mine. Um, he was the cross country coach when I was a when I was a player here, um, and, and took has been the AD. Uh, I believe he's now in his twelfth year. Um, so I've known him for a very long time. We have a great relationship. Um, so I felt very comfortable, you know, making my intentions known that you know what I'm I'm going to be your lacrosse coach. You just tell me what you need me to do so that you can sign off on it. I, I actually love that coach that, that uh, for a couple of reasons, right? One, um, you know, you, you had a goal in mind. Um, but I think two, even more importantly, you weren't afraid to ask the question of what do I need to do to get there? Right. That it's not, that's not an easy thing to do. And I think you probably, deal that with deal with that with your student athletes every day right i mean some of them are probably at their level right now where they don't even maybe know what they want to do after college you know but some of them don't even know and if they do those some of them are also afraid i remember my kids especially in high school and they they're trying to learn it when they become more independent in college to ask don't be afraid to ask the question right Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's a, you know, it was, it was a life lesson that, you know, that I learned through my, um, you know, through my adolescence and in my college years was, you know, you, you have to put yourself out there. You have to, um, you, you have to get seen and, and make your intentions known. And, you know, and like I said, don't be afraid to ask the questions. You know, if you're, a, you know, I, I tell my guys, you know, even at practice, like, you know, there's no such thing as a stupid question, you know, like if, if you don't know what's going on, you need to ask because, you know, we can't make assumptions anymore. Like, you know, if you assume something is is the way it's supposed to be, you may or may not be right. And so why not just go, you know, go straight to the horse's mouth. Let's get the answer because, you know what, there might be two or three other guys standing behind you that have that same question that, you know, are, are too afraid to step up and do it, you know, step up and ask that question. So. Yeah, I think, you know, just you, you got to put yourself out there. You got to make it known and 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 chase your dreams. You know, this was this is my dream. This was my dream goal. You know, this is my, you know, this is my my Neverland, if you will, is, is <laughs> Lee's McRae College and Lee's McRae Lacrosse. Like I have, you know, I want to I want to drive this program, you know, as long as my as long as my heart will let me, I guess, you know, before my heart gives out. Um, but, you know, <laughs> even, uh, you know, when I you know, when the time comes and, you know, I, I turn I turn the program over, um, you know, I'm not leaving Lee's McRae. Like I want to I want to roll into, you know. Uh, and an athletic administration role or, you know, somehow help out, you know, stay within the Lee's McRae family. Cause, cause this school just gave me so much. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just so passionate about, you know, about Lee's McRae lacrosse, but about Lee's McRae athletics as a whole, you know, I think it's, it's just such a, such a special place where, you know, we, we find such special athletes um, who, who commit to, you know, commit to wearing the green and gold. And, um, you know, I want to, I want to help, I want to help them all, you know, my my sole my sole focus right now is is growing the lacrosse program, but you know I, I I'm here to help any program. You know I have a we have such a good connection amongst all of our all of our head coaches up here. You know we got a great group chat that we that we're all involved in, and you know like right now the men's soccer team is on the uh, out there on the pitch. You know and um, you know when I finish up here, I'm I'm running out there and I'm going to cheer those guys on. You know because because they cheer us on in the spring. So just very very special place. And you know this is this is it. This is my like I said. This is my Neverland. This is this is where I'm gonna uh, they're gonna bury me one day uh, in these beautiful school mountains. pride. School pride. That's what that is. School pride. Yeah, in, in every sense of the word. In every sense of the word. That was excellent, Coach. Yeah. And so I mean I. I kind of have a follow-on question, but I also am really, so let me ask this follow-on question as we were talking about when you, you first asked the AD, like, what is it going to take? What was the, how many years in between you, when you started that checklist for him, did you then take over the program? Um, so it was, I guess it was four years, um, four years from the first time that I, um, that I spoke with him and I made my intentions known. Um, to when I actually was able to, uh, you know, when I was able to take over the program. Um, and, you know, he, like I said, he, he said, you know, there are certain boxes you need to check. Um, you know, and he gave me, he gave me the list and, you know, slowly but surely I, I, I started nailing them off uh, all the while, you know, bettering myself as, as a coach and, and, you know, finding, you know, different mentors within, in the coaching ranks and, 
um, you know, like I said, it was, it was about four years. It was about four years from, from first, uh, to acceptance of, uh, of the position up here in, in the fall of 17. And I'm, and I'm sure coach, that's a, that's another, that's another great lesson, right? I mean, you know, obviously to me in, in, in my, uh, later years, much older than you coach now, four years goes by like that, right? I've seen my son in college, both my sons, my oldest son graduate in four years now is in grad school and my, my middle, you know, it's just already a senior in college. It just goes by that fast. But for your student athletes, four years is a long, long time, right? I remember, I remember back in the day. So that's another great lesson. I think you, you probably impart to your team is that, you know, if you have that goal, you have to also be patient on how to get there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, whether you're a, you know, a student athlete or not, it's, you know, you know, this, this four year window, um, albeit when, you know, when you're in the middle of it, doesn't seem like, you know, it doesn't seem like it goes by that fat, you know, it, it really does. And that's the, it's, it's honestly one of my favorite conversations I have every single year is, is, is talking with my seniors, um, and, and talking about the growth that they've, they've seen, uh, personally, the growth that they've seen with the team, um, how, you know, how they, how I've seen them evolve in their leadership traits. Um, you know, cause we, we, we try to start building leaders the moment they step foot on campus. Um, you know, we, you know, once, you know, when they arrive in, in their first year, um, you know, we start developing them and having them get mentored by some of the older guys on, uh, on the roster, um, because we all understand that, you know, we, we serve our role for four years of building this program. Um, you know, whether we, you know, we come in a, as a freshman and, you know, maybe we go, you know, 500 freshman year, you know, our, our job is to build every single year. Um, so, you know, with every new class that comes in, we have to, we collectively as a team, and we, we say that a lot, it's a lot of, we, you know, it's not, uh, you know, it's not me or any, it's, it's a lot of we mentality on our roster of, you know, we all have to develop each other um, because there's going to come a time where you, you are that senior and you're going to look back and you're going to say, okay, now I got to turn the, you know, I got to turn the reins over to, to the next generation, you know, to the next class. And they're going to be the ones that, that, uh, that take it over from, you know, how far I took it. And um, because I all, I want all of them, you know, and again, this could be just because I'm an alumni, but, you know, you want to, you want to be proud of your alma mater. You know, you want your alma mater to succeed. So we, you know, we talk about, Hey, listen, you know, you guys set a foundation, you know, and you guys are building on this foundation and, you know, every year it's, it's, we're taking that, that next step forward, but, you know, from your freshman year where you have four years to build to, you know, that senior year where it's your last year, it, it becomes more of a, a transitional, like, Hey, I'm going to give you everything I have for this senior year, but I also want to make sure that I'm leaving it better than I found it. Um, so yep, yeah, yep. We, we, we try to integrate a lot of, you know, those kind of hidden life lessons into our program. That's phenomenal. That's, that's the way, that's the way a good program should be coach. I commend you for that. That's awesome. Yeah. So going on that coach, um, what because you start to get into to me that's part of what the culture you're trying to build right either from from leadership and what you want your players to to leave as a as as they transition out to to build on the program so can can you just tell us a little bit more about that culture you're trying to build there yeah um you know that was uh, that was the very first thing i i kind of earmarked um when i took this program over um you know, it's been, you know, September of 17. Um, so I wanted to instill the passion and the love that I have for Lise McRae and Lise McRae lacrosse. I wanted to instill that first. Um, I, I think, you know, if you can find passionate young men who, who truly buy into, you know, what they are doing and why they're doing it, um, then the, the success will follow. Um, so I took over a program, my first, uh, my first spring, I actually only had 12 players on my roster. Um, wow. we were, we were very, very short numbers. Um, you know, that was the last year of, uh, that was the last year of kind of early signing period, um, you know, that I stepped into. Um, but yeah, I had, I had 12 guys, um, two of which were actually athletes that I recruited from campus. 
Uh, I had a, I had wow. a cross country <laughs> runner and a track runner. Um, so I had 10 <laughs> lacrosse players, uh, 10 lacrosse players and, and two athletes, um, that that's, first year. That's crazy. That's insane. Uh, yeah, that's so cool. it was, uh, you know, my, <laughs> not, not at all what I expected when I, when I kind of <laughs> did my, my roster analysis ahead of being interviewed. Um, you know, I, right. I, I was kind of expecting low numbers, but I, I was not expecting 12. <laughs> uh, right, 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 so, right. So that first year was, uh, you know, I stepped in and we, we ended up almost cutting our schedule in half. Um, I think we only, we played, I think like eight regular season games. Um, okay. and, uh, but yeah, we, uh, we, we managed it through, um, with my 12 guys, um, ended up winning two games. <laughs> there you go. I was, uh, I was very, very proud of, um, yeah, very proud of, we actually, we won <laughs> our, our very first be. game. Um, my first game as, as the head coach, the, uh, we took a uh, Montreal College, which is an NAIA school just uh, just south of us down here. Um, we took them to overtime, and we wanted an overtime um, for my first ever collegiate win um, with That's with twelve great. guys. Who, you know, I mean, if you think about, it, I mean, we were we were lucky to run six on six at practice. That was with, if I had right. everybody healthy and nobody had a, a late class or anything like that. But you know, that first year, I you know, I was running practices with you know six, eight, ten guys normally, and it was just sort of a Hey, get in, get out, and let's try not to get hurt. Um, Wow. Wow. So um, it was, yeah, it was, it was a very, uh, very interesting year when we were in it. But, you know, looking back on it, it's like, man, what a great way to set a foundation. You know, Um, you know, we, we hearken back to it. My, uh, my father, uh, he actually coins, he coined that first team, the Tenacious 12. Um, And that's sort of become, um, that's sort of become our mantra is, you know, um, you know, we have an, we have an acronym within our, within our team of, you know, CAT, obviously we're the Bobcats. So CAT stands for committed attitude of tenaciousness. Um, so it's, it's something that, you know, we, you know, and I, I speak, I speak about that team all the time. I, you know, it's, Hey, if I could do it with 12, imagine what I could do with 32, you know? Um, so um, yeah, I, you know, those guys, God love them. Um, that, that 12 will be, you know, I'll be forever indebted to them. Um, they were the true cornerstone of what, what this program has built. Um, and, and like I said, it's, it's a culture thing. I mean, those guys, they bought into what I was, you know, what I, what I believed in and, and how I wanted to execute a program. Um, and they didn't have to, I mean, gosh, you know, who would, who would, who would have, you know, who would have told them no if 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 they said, "Hey, this, I'm not doing this." You know, this is not what I signed up for. You know, um, nobody would have faulted them for that. But I didn't have a single one of them walk away from me. You know, they all said, "Okay, you know what? It is what it is." And um, Coach Dunn seems like <laughs> seems like he's a pretty passionate guy. So we're gonna ride this thing out and see what happens. So um, you know, I owe I owe those those first twelve you know so so much. Um, you know, last year was the you know the two the two freshmen that I had. Um, last year was their, their graduation. And man, those were, those were some pretty teary eyed hugs, you know, after our last game, knowing, you know, how far those guys, you know, came with, you know, with me and with the program. And, you know, I, I love them. I love them like they're my own now, you know, they, they're some of my, you know, some of my, some of my best friends and, um, you know, we, we stay in, we stay in constant contact and I'm constantly thanking them for, for their commitment to the program and buying in because, you know, those were the ones that I had to build around. Um, those are the ones that I was going to have for four years. And, you know, I, I needed them more than anybody to, to buy into the, the belief of, of building, you know, building this program and, and being, you know, that blue collar mentality that we try to have. And, and they did a fantastic job and, you know, I love them to death. Coach, that's a great story. That's something like, that's a movie story right there. It really is. It really is. Kevin, can't you tell the pride that Coach has? Oh, you can it, just no, tell and it, the passion, you know. Absolutely, you know that's a great story, Coach. You know, like again, you, you know, when we we speak to the coaches, we're we're getting our ta- our own personal takeaways, and that that's a great story, and that's something I would have never have known, and 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 now the lacrosse world is going to get to know that story, and uh, that's pretty good for Lee's McRae lacrosse. If you ask me, that's a, that was a great story. I loved it. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's uh, you know, uh, again, it's just something that it, it was not 12. at all what I expected. It's not the at all what I expected. 12. 
That's yep. that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. So, it's great. And, and so building the program in, in, like I said at the beginning, in such a tough conference, Conference Carolinas, I mean, what is that like for you? I mean, obviously you played there. I don't, I don't know if it was the same conference back then, if it was different the way it was when you played. I'm sure it's had the changes, but there's uh, – it's just it seems like it's uh as you get into conference play it's just and of course last year was even more difficult with covid which i'd love to hear your thoughts on as well but um what do you think about conference carolinas and trying to build your team and your program to to compete in that conference yeah um i i really like our conference i really do like our conference um you know we're not we're not huge um you know we only currently have seven teams um, competing uh, for men's lacrosse in Conference Carolinas, um, but it's 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 seven quality games. Um, you know, starting at the top with the uh, you know nationally ranked Belmont and, and Mount Olive, um, right. and then you know you have you have teams like you know North Greenville who's you know who's knocking on the door. Barton is building a, a tremendous program. I got a ton of respect for the Barton coaches. Um, yeah, they've been they, doing a good job. Yeah, I yeah, agree it's with a that. fairly new program. Um, you know, and then in Chuan and Emmanuel, uh, man, those are, you know, you know there, there's no gimmies in our conference. And I, and I love that. Um, I think that's the way, you know, that's the way a conference should be. Um, so I, I think it's got a great, great balance of, um, you know, are you going to see some of the best? Absolutely. And you need to, you know, if, if you want to sit here and say, hey, we want to be the best. Well, you know what? You need to line up and, and, and see what the best really looks like so that you can, you know, you can you could set that bar. Um, so, you know, we have you know having nationally ranked programs in our conference um, that we have to see every single year, I think, is, is a great challenge. And uh, again, it's something that we, we speak to of like, hey, guys, you know, let's close that gap every single year, you know, you know, and because there's going to be a year where we're going to be right there nipping on their heels. And, and then before you know it, it's going to be us. They're going to be looking up at us um, if, if you buy in and you believe in it. So. Um, you know, I, I love having, you know, some, some very, very strong competition, um, com, you know, teams that are competing nationally. Um, and then, you know, having, having other programs who, you know, who are, you know, we, we feel that, you know, we can compete very, very well against, um, you know, I think we, you know, we're, we're going to run with everybody, you know, we're not, we're not afraid of anybody. We're going to run with anybody. Um, you know, but, you know, I'm a huge believer in, in the, the crawl, walk, run method, you know, and let me tell you, I was crawling that first year with 12 guys. We were crawling about as slow as you could possibly crawl, you know. Right. And, yeah. uh, so, you know, to, to be able to look back and say, hey, you know, look at look at where we're going. Look at, you know, even, you know, if you just want to, you know, be an outsider looking in, look at the score margins. You know, we're starting to narrow the gap against some of these elite teams and in, in Division two. So. Um, I, I really do. I, I do enjoy our conference. Um, you know, it, it's great because, you know, we're able to get a great balance of, of non-conference to conference games. You know, some of these, you know, if, if we had, you know, 12 or 13, you know, schools in our, in our conference and we had to play them all, well, heck, I mean, you're only getting just a handful of non-conference games. You know, I right. like the, 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 uh, opportunity to go out outside of our conference and find, and find teams um, that we that we match up well against, and, and teams that you know will help us prepare for ultimately what's most important, which is the conference games and the conference tournament. Yeah, awesome, Coach. Looking at your roster, I see you have a lot of homegrown guys, a lot of North Carolina boys. Um, where do you go to recruit? What are you doing in re- the recruiting sense? Are you going to high school games? Are you going to um, individual showcases or team showcases, tournament type things. What are you doing in the recruiting sense at Lee's McRae? Yeah, um, so we'll spend we'll spend the majority of the summer on the road on the uh, on the classic recruiting trail, if you will, um, yep. hitting the uh, the showcases and the team tournaments. Um, you know, now that I have uh, you know Coach Singleton, um, who is also an alumni as well, my assistant coach uh, oh, is that's an alumni awesome. as well. Yeah. Um, you know, so we're, we're really trying to start to broaden our, broaden our reach a little bit. Um, my first few years, 
we did stay relatively local. Um, we, you know, right. we would do, you know, obviously Maryland, um, you can go, I mean, you, you throw a stone yeah. in Maryland and you're going to get, yep. you're going to find a lacrosse tournament in the summer. So, um, you know, I would, <laughs> and I would a good go lacrosse up there. player and a good lacrosse yeah, player. Absolutely. Sure. absolutely. Um, so, you know, I'd go up there a couple of times, but, um, you know, we spent this, uh, this past summer, um, we, we hit, um, gosh, Shingleton went to Utah. He went to Texas. Wow. Um, we've done Florida, obviously the Carolinas, Maryland. Um, right. I snuck up to, uh, I snuck up to Connecticut. Um, so, wow. you know, we're really trying to, you know, we're really trying to, you know, spread our wings a little bit and, and grow the, uh, you know, grow the brand, um, you That's know, and, and let people know that, Hey, you know what? Do you like the outdoors? Do you like the mountains? Are you a skiing, snowboarding kind of guy? Like, Hey, we got right. a place for it, you know, cause right. I mean, like I said, we have, we got two mountains, two, you know, two ski resorts in our backyard. Um, you know, I mean, we actually have a degree in, in ski business industry. Like you can major in how to run a <laughs> ski mountain. That's so it's awesome. like, That's it, awesome. it, if you fancy yourself an outdoors, you know, an outdoorsman and, and someone who enjoys, you know, all four, all four seasons, why not give us a look? So, um, so yeah, we're right. really trying to, uh, yeah, but we, we do a lot of the, a lot of the, the summer recruiting. We're building our fall, our fall recruiting schedule right now. Um, the tournaments that we're going to be, uh, be attending. Um, and then we rely a lot on, um, uh, you know, all the, the bukus of, um, of recruiting websites that are out there. Um, okay. you know, the, the, the NCSAs field levels, captain news, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of online, um, resources as well. Um, you right. know, with us being, with us being a little secluded, I mean, it's, you know, we're two and a half hours to Charlotte, you know, two hours to, uh, Greensboro and, um, you know, we're, we're kind of, you know, stuck up in the mountains a little bit. It, it, it does make right. it difficult for us to, you know, go see, a a high school game on a Wednesday night, you know, it's not like yeah. we're in practice early and, and shoot 30 minutes down the road, you know, we have, right, to, we have right. to really plan on that. So, so we do uh, a lot of emphasis on, on the, uh, on the club scene um you know the the travel ball and and but you know individual showcases as well um and and we're really gearing up our our own personal uh prospect days that's something uh you know coach and i are are putting a big emphasis on we had a we had a really good one in uh in late uh late summer we had end of july we ran one um and we'll probably do another one here um before the snow sets in um and uh you know in late october um to uh to allow young men to, to come visit us and, and play in front of us all in one fail swoop. Yeah, that's, that's good to hear. So now that we kind of bought, Dan was asking you about recruiting, what are you looking for uh, in a, in a player, in a, in a, in a person to, to join your program? Um, obviously you talked a little bit about that from, being passionate, uh, coming with passion for the school or trying to build that passion. But what are you looking for in a player and a person? Yeah. Um, so, you know, from a, from a player standpoint, um, I love, uh, just, a, a blue collar, hard working, um, you know, the, the classic yes coach kind of, kind of player. You know, um, we were, we typically run a, a little bit smaller roster. We're going to keep our roster size, you know, probably in the mid thirties is, is kind of our goal. Um, so with that, it does require some of our players do multiple things. Um, right. you know, whether it's a, you know, it's an omitty have to take some D mid reps or a close defenseman be an LSM or, um, right. I mean, heck I've, I've had backup goalies step up and play D mids for me. Um, so we look for guys who, who are willing to, uh, to put the team first and, and do whatever the team needs um, right. from a, from a lacrosse standpoint, um, you know, but from a, from a personal standpoint, um, you know, I, I want someone again, who, who will embrace everything that is Western North Carolina. Um, you know, we're a very unique place. Like I said, we have all four seasons. We do get <laughs> snow, you know, it does get cold, you know, when, you know, quote unquote spring semester starts and it's January 11th and, you know, there's two inches of snow. It's like, Hey, you know, this is what you signed up for. You know, this right, is, you right. know, we don't, we don't hide anything from you. Um, you know, we'll get you your practice sweats. Don't you worry about that. But you know, <laughs> we're going to, um, we're going to get after it and, and we're going to embrace everything that is, that is these mountains. Cause 
Um, you know, when my guys aren't on the field or not in class or in the weight room, like I want them taking advantage and falling in love with this area. Like I did. Um, right. there's so much, there's so much, this area has to offer, you know, whether it's the, you know, the trout fishing, the mountain biking, you know, camping, backpacking. I mean, there's just, I, I want young men who can appreciate that. You know, I, I tell recruits all the time when they, when they come on visits, it's like, Hey, if you're, if you're looking to just, you know, sit in a dorm room and play Xbox, this ain't your place. Like, right. you know, I want, you know, I, I want to wake up on a, on a Sunday morning and, and check my Instagram feed and see that you caught a, you know, a, uh, a nice brown trout on the river that runs through campus, you know, um, yep. that's, that's what I, you know, we look for in our, in, in our recruits is, is people who will embrace everything that is, you know, the Western North Carolina mountains. And you know what, that's cool coach. Cause now our podcast is going to get out to people and, the, and kids are going to hear that, 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 that don't know about that. And I'd love to do that type of stuff. So Definitely the word's going to be getting out about Lee's McRae after tonight, for sure. Um, it sounds like a great place. I want to come up and visit, actually. I want to, <laughs> I want to come down and check out Banner Elk and, and, and see what it's yeah. like. Because coach, coach is passionate about the community as much as he is, as he is the program. And, and that's pretty cool, Coach. Uh, I'm, I'm learning a lot tonight from, uh, from you and the Lee's McRae yeah. program. It, it really is. It is, is a special place. Obviously, like I said, it's this is home to me. Um, my parents actually followed me here when I started as a player back in 2001. Um, and they they own two small businesses right here in town. So, I mean, this is this is my home. This is this wow. is the place that I am. I am most proud of. And, um, you know, I yeah, I, I would love I'd love for you to come down. I'll, I'll get you in touch with mom and dad and you can stay at their bed and breakfast. And yeah, <laughs> that'd be that. awesome. That'd be awesome. That would be in the crease on the road. There you go. That's there what we go. need to do, Danny. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> where, where are we going with this? It's, <laughs> next thing you know, it's, we're going to be going to like some barbecue joints and it could go crazy from there, Kev. You know, know. how it could be. <laughs> on location, you know, we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk to Coach Dunn during the season right on location after a game. and Then we'll add it yeah, in the podcast. I want to take a spin up to. Next time I'm, I'm in Charlotte area, I'd like to take a spin up to Banner Elk and check it out. Maybe even stop by Coach's office and shake his hand and introduce myself. I'd be honored. I'd be honored to have you guys up. Well, we, we appreciate it, Coach. Um, I think one of the questions I, I – one of the last questions I have is you kind of talked about that crawl, walk, run. Um, uh, philosophy. It's funny you say that because I use that a lot in, in what I do for business and, and business development when you're trying to, to get a new customer. Um, and I, I'm curious based on, you know, where you were in the crawl stage with the tenacious 12. Um, you know, if you had some sort of like five year plan or, you know, where you, how you figured out what your crawl walk run would kind of be, obviously going from 12 to 32. You're, you're, you're at least, you've got to be jogging, if not running now and ready to run. So from a, from a, at least from a, a, a team makeup standpoint by numbers, but I'm just curious if you kind of had that mapped out, uh, bef- when you started that, uh, started coaching there. Yeah, um, it definitely is. It's something that I, um, that I considered when I, when I took on, um, when I took on this, this position, um, I actually spoke about, um, in my interview, even before I got the job, um, I provided uh, the athletic director my um, my five year plan um, of you know this is where I want the program to be in five years. Um, of course, I built that again, not knowing that year one was going to be um, with twelve. Um, but you know, I, again, that honestly did not it did not deter me um, from from the the schedule that I had made. Um, so yeah, I, I would say, you know, we are definitely, um, we are speed walking, we are jogging at this point. Um, and we're, we're getting ready. We're getting ready to break into that. We're getting ready to break into that sprint real, real soon. Um, well, it's funny because COVID couldn't have helped, couldn't have helped you either. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were very, very fortunate. Um, we, 
we made it through our entire season. Um, we did not have a single positive case on our roster um, the entire season last year. Um, obviously, the, the stoppage two years ago, um, right. that kind of <laughs> caught, caught everybody off guard. Um, yeah, that was – that's 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 another story I, I could tell about you know how you know we kind of watched it happen in real time we were on spring break um the week that uh, that everything shut down and um i i was having you know post-practice you know meetings with my athletic director of okay we have to change this we were supposed to play mount olive the saturday um a Saturday at the end of our spring break so the guys were you know i i let them have a couple days off and they came back and um, it started with, you know, okay, we have to, you know, we have to change the hotel that we're going to stay in because that's, that's a hot spot. And then it evolved into, Hey, can right. we make it a day trip? And then it ultimately it came down and, um, we were running a, it was on a Wednesday when we were running a, we had a two practices that day. Um, the morning practice, um, was a full fledged, Hey, let's, we're getting ready for Mount Olive. Um, then I went in, I sat with my AD and he said, yep, the conference is going to make a, uh, make an announcement, uh, this afternoon. Um, so I went into that, that afternoon practice. I hadn't told the guys yet. Um, but I went into that afternoon practice and then I basically just rolled the ball out and I said, guys, you know, you worked extremely hard this morning. I said, I just want to play. I just want to play knowing that this was going to be the last time that these guys took the field. Um, and the last time for those, that senior class. Um, I wanted the last time that we were on the field, I, I just wanted to play the game and enjoy the game. And, um, we had, we had a great scrimmage and, you know, um, we ended up, you know, I took the guys out to dinner that night to, to a, a really nice Mexican joint we have here in town. And, um, you know, I broke the news over dinner and, um, a lot of tears, a lot of hugs, um, yeah. you know, but, uh, but yeah, that, uh, COVID really, you know, the, the screeching halt there, it, it hurt. Um, but last year, like I said, we, we, we were able to battle through. We didn't have a single positive case once season hit. Um, and we were able to get our, our full, you know, our full schedule in. Um, and, and we powered through. I mean, it made, it made recruiting a little bit more difficult. Um, it mm -hmm. still is. Um, we're not able to offer official visits where, uh, where young men can stay on campus um, overnight, um, which is something I'm, I'm a huge advocate for. Um, yes, yes. I, I, you know, I tell every, every recruit, I said, if you have the opportunity, you need to take that opportunity. Um, cause what better way to, to get a great feel for the team than to actually spend 24 to 48 hours with them on campus, right. walking right. in their there shoes. Um, so that's, you know, I'm a huge advocate for, for, un, uh, for official visits. And, um, it's, it, it's pained me that, you know, this freshman class that I, that I have on, on campus now, none of them were able to do it. Um, right. until, you know, until we get, uh, you know, some things change, you know, we're not going to be able to offer official visits for, for 22s, but, um, you know, we're still able to, you know, get them up here for the day and, you know, uh, right. could stand out of practice and stuff. But, you know, I, I do really miss the having them, you know, spend, you know, spend the weekend or maybe it's a Friday, Saturday, um, they sit in on a class and, you know, really, I think what a, what a great way to, to really get a good sense for what a school and a program, you know, how it's ran. And, you know, as these kids say, what's the vibe, you know, what's the vibe right. of the team? Um, right. Yeah. No better way than, than to get in and, and actually feel it for yourself by interacting with the guys for, for 24 to 48 hours. Absolutely. Um, so that's, that's kind of been the, you know, the biggest setback that I, you know, that I've had uh, with, uh, with COVID, um, you know, in the recruiting, but, you know, my guys, you know, God love them. They, they've stayed diligent. You know, we've given, you know, the school obviously has, has certain protocols and, um, you know, we, as a team, we talk a lot about it. Hey, you know, we gotta, we have to do all the right things, you know, cause right. we can't, you don't want to be, you don't want to be that guy that shuts the team down, you know, um, right, right, you know right, don't right. be that guy. Um, yeah, that's, um, you're exactly right. I mean, I, I, we, when we talk to, to, it's interesting you say that the other coaches we've talked to have all kind of expressed how diligent their, their teams have been in a very tough situation, right? I mean, that's not easy for, uh, 18 to 22 year olds to, to, you know, be very, um, disciplined in how you handle yourself, uh, you know, and, and how you did to do it last year. So, um, it, so it's, 
I, I I think that kind of goes to another reason why I love the sport and what it can do. You know, if you, if you as a team have a goal in mind, you are willing to have that discipline so that you can reach that goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, you know, I, I joked with my guys all last year, you know, I was, I, I told them I, I'm so proud of them for, for staying, you know, staying disciplined and staying diligent to, you know, to the rules. I said, you know, I, I don't know what 18 or 19 or 20 year old Brad would have done on this same campus. If, if, if it would have been, <laughs> you know, if it would have happened in my time, there's, there's no telling what, what, you know, 19 year old Brad would have, would have been, would have been, you know, would have been doing, um, yeah, yeah. you know, especially, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I think that just, you know, it speaks to, it speaks to the level of dedication that um, this generation of lacrosse players uh, truly have, you know, these guys, you know, have grown up around the game. Um, they, they are absolutely in love with the sport of lacrosse and want to do whatever it takes to guarantee that they get to play the sport that they love. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's great. It's great to, I love, I love the direction the game's going, the passion that these, uh, these young men have, um, and it, you know, and it, it trickles all the way down to the, to the youth ranks. Um, you know, I, I love going to these recruiting tournaments and they got the, you know, they got the little guys playing at nine o'clock in the morning, you know, even if the high school players aren't playing until two or three, like I'll go out there at nine, 10 o'clock in the morning and watch the, watch the little guys running around, little bobbleheads running around, you know, <laughs> and they just, they love the game. And it's just like, man, that's, you know, that's the future. That's the future of the game right there. And they're falling in love. Um, you know, it's, it, it's just, it, it, it's so great to see. I think our game is at a really, really good point. Um, I think we have great leadership, um, you know, the, uh, within the, the IMLCA, uh, the coaching ranks, the college coaching ranks and the U S lacrosse is doing a fantastic job of, you know, of staying ahead and keeping kids safe and, you know, rule changes and making sure that people are able to play this game, play it safely and, and truly enjoy it. Um, so I, I just I, I love everything about you know where where we are as a as a sport as a whole. Well put, Coach. Um, in a couple of our last podcasts, we talked about just the explosion and the growth in Division Two over the last five six years, and and we're finding that we're getting a lot of Deke one caliber players coming to D two. What do you adhere that to? You know I. Obviously, you know, I've never I've never been with a D1 program, um, but, you know, I, I think the I think the balance that these young men are, are allowed to have um, at the D2 level, you know, I've got I've got guys on my rosters that are, you know, that are resident assistants, they're tour guides, they're in SGA, um, they're in the disc golf club, you know, and, and they're able to they're able to to get a a full college experience um, all the while still playing the sport that they love. Um, I, and I think that's, that's very unique to, to the D2, uh, the D2 setting is, um, you know, I want, I want my young men to, to experience all of that, that Lee's McRae has to offer. Um, yes. Lacrosse needs to be a priority. You know, this, it's what brought you here. Um, but at the same time, I also, when you walk across that stage as a graduate, I want your resume to be full and I want somebody to look at, you know, to pick up your resume and say, Hey, he graduated with honors. He was an SGA. He was a resident assistant an orientation leader. Oh, and he played lacrosse, man. This young man knows time management skills, has leadership skills. Like I, I and I think, you know, the D2 model allows for a lot of that to happen a lot more. Um, you know, so I think we're seeing a lot of, a lot of young men who, you know, who, who understand that, you know, this might be my last four years of truly competitive lacrosse before I have to go into the workforce. And right. I need, to, I need to, I need to build the best possible resume. You know, I can't just rely on my laurels of being a, a, you know, a student athlete, you know, I need to be able to, to have the, the ability to, you know, to build my resume and pad my re resume with internships. And, um, you know, and I think D2, you know, at, at our level, we, we offer that a, a lot more than, than some others. Yeah, that coach, that what you just said, I mean, I, once again, that resonated with me as far as what 
the sport brings to the the person and what you can get out of it and and what D2 with everything uh, within from the school to the programs uh, to how you're trying to build leadership and men um, really that really resonated. I thought it was really well said. What do you think, Danny? This is an excellent evening. Uh, I learned so much tonight, but coach is a passionate man and um, he's passionate in more than one way. I mean, just it's his alma mater. That's where he went to school. He just, it displays so much pride. It exudes out of coach. Um, he's in a program that's on its way up. You know, it's not on its way down. It's on its way up. And that, that alone is, is excitable to recruits. There's recruits out there with that want to go to programs like that. Hey, I got a chance maybe to play, you know, I, I, I have a chance to go play and, and get an education. And it's, 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 this college is right between two ski mountains. I mean, Kev, I don't know what 18 year old Danny would do on that, on yeah. that campus, but you know, I'd be up there skiing and snowboarding. I know that I would, you know, and, and that's, that's attractive to recruits. Uh, I, I learned a lot tonight from coach. I, I really appreciate you coming on tonight, coach. Yeah, I really coach, do. We I could, mean, yeah. We, we, we can't thank you enough. I mean, one of the reasons we do this is, um, and one of the reasons I did is I, I'll be honest. I, I don't want to pick every conference champion to come on and, and talk. Cause I think there are so many quality pro quality lacrosse programs. Ding, 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 um, ding, ding <laughs> that are out there. I that, the bell. That, I get you know, we, that the, you know, the, the past season's records don't show it, right? And don't show what you're trying to do. And I think you really brought that across tonight. And it was, it was just awesome. I mean, I, I, I can't thank you enough. And, and I, I offer this, I've offered this to other coaches, but I offer it to you. If you've got, you know, if we can set up a time during the season and see how things are going, it won't be a 45 minute thing. It'll we'll make it less because we know you're even more busy, busier then, but. We would love to get your feedback on how the season's going, and and uh, after you know you know pick a time and and do a ten minute little interview and conversation, and we can bring that back to uh, uh, our podcast audience. Yeah, I would I would love to. I'd love to touch base with you guys um, when spring gets here, and then you know let you know how how this program has has grown since you know since tonight, and um, hopefully you know talk about the, all the successes that we've had and. Um, yeah, God willing. Hey, maybe you guys can, you can even heck, uh, you know, huck it down here to Banner Elk. We can do it live. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, that'd that be would. great. At All the right, Mexican well, joint? At the Mexican joint? There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Well, there we go. We're, we're going to have to set the date for that. Increase on the road at a Mexican joint. And I, I, Danny, I think with that, that's a wrap for, for this episode. <laughs>